Welcome to another episode of the Battle Science Podcast, a Pokemon Go PvP podcast where we talk about Go Battle League, Solferina, and all Pokemon Go things as they relate to PvP. I am one of your hosts, Steven, aka A Boy in the Woods, joined as always by Jesse, aka Rocket Admin J. I did a raid! Ah, um, before I get to anything crazy, let me double check that I'm not showing anything. Uh, we kind of butchered the first intro, but now that we're doing it, now that we're doing it again, and it's technically November, I get to talk about our wonderful Patreon producers. Uh, for the month of November, we have, uh, three Patreon producers that I would like to shout out for making this podcast possible. We have Arrow. Uh, I don't know if he wants his in-game name or his... I'd say their in-game name. In-game name. Unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately, he didn't put it here in uh, Patreon. Uh, so we have... So anonymous. Uh, Arrow, What John's Doing, and then our final patron uh, is Winston the Champ. So we have three patrons at the uh, Patreon producer level for the month of November. So that is positively awesome. Thank you guys for uh, thank you guys for backing us. Um, thank you, thank you. If uh, if you want to join our amazing Patreon producers, uh, you can go to Patreon.com/slash/BattleScience and back us at any tier, either the one dollar or the five dollar tier, to get access to amazing content like the Battle Science podcast early, uh, or I just had an auto spawn. Oh, do you have a star piece going? Yes, I do. Oh, that's good. How much stardust is this going to be? This is going to be a screenshot right here. It's going to be a, it's not it's going to be a lot, but it's not going to be a ton. Yeah. I have literally only had 5 Cubone spawn and I'm salty as I, we're 25 minutes into this hour. <laughs> 5 Cubone. Okay, come on Niantic. Come on. Um if you want content like the Battle Science podcast early, um additional content like uh battle science after dark uh hop on into uh the patreon.com slash battle science um to get that uh that sweet sweet content um we just recorded our most recent episode of after dark what two days ago the inaugural episode of battle science after dark uh we talked about things like our gripes of uh our gripes with niantic which we do on a weekly basis but this time with, <laughs> this time with more swearing um and then what else did we talk about we talked about some of our like uh, talked about some of our favorite memories experiences of pokemon go uh what we think could improve pvp overall as a whole what changes we'd like to see and you know just shot the s if you will yeah shoot the stuff um so if you guys want to catch that go ahead and uh hop back over uh, to uh <laughs> patreon.com slash battle science uh, become a wonderful patron uh, if you back us at the uh, the five dollar tier we will read your name out as a podcast producer before our content um, the unfortunate by thing the is, way yeah 6300 stardust for that catch <sighs> that's nice that's two I think, power ups <laughs> I think that uh, <laughs> I think that helps answer uh, battle rams question of how are we doing tonight uh, Jesse's doing much better now uh let's see uh, better maybe not much better but better uh we've got stuff to cover we've got a lot of stuff to cover um 
by the way, it's November 3rd, 2020. The only reason that that's relevant is because it's National Sandwich Day. It's the only reason it's relevant. If you, if you look up November 3rd uh, on Google, the only thing that'll pop up is that it's the National Sandwich Day. Guaranteed. 100%. And, by, and by that, I mean it's a joke because if you look up November 3rd, all you'll get is election, uh, U.S. election information. Uh, and no one nowhere will tell you it's National Sandwich Day except for the wonderful people in our Discord. Um, who made to mention? Uh, Eric mentioned that it was National Sandwich Day. Thank um, you, Eric. So I wouldn't you have want, known. And I wouldn't have had that delicious sandwich for dinner. Uh, if you want updates to national holidays as it relates to the days of recording for the Battle Science Podcast, hop in the uh, Battle Science Discord. It's uh, it's free to join. Just go, just go do that. Go hang out. Come hang out. It's fun. Um, Shenanigans. Yes, uh, it's it's it is the beginning of November, so we have a month's worth of new content and raids and stuff to talk about. So. We're going to hop right in here to the news roundup here. Uh, because what would Pokemon Go be when it doesn't have events? Yeah. <laughs> Familiar faces return to raids. New feature updates and more in November, October 22nd. Um, Actually, here's a question, Jesse. Did you get the update to the UI yes. layout stuff? Okay, cool. I have not reviewed your notes, so um, it ought to be in here. Um, that'll be, a, that's going to be a cool, uh, cool conversation. Uh, let's see. Familiar faces return to raids, new feature updates and more read on to learn about what's happening in the world of Pokemon go this November, Pokemon go live.com slash post slash Nove 2020 dash event slash question mark. H L equals sign. E N. Um, that's the URL. If you want to look it up, I, I'm just reading it in an interesting name um let's see november research breakthrough encounter from november 1st at 1 p.m to tuesday december 1st at 1 p.m togetic the happiness pokemon will be available in a research breakthrough encounter um i believe we got word that togetic from this research breakthrough will actually be uh a toga kiss within great league if it's um, not max <laughs> yeah if it's not a hundo so um that I mean, is it won't neat... be the optimal ivs because it will be research IVs. right but is it eligible for a trade yeah um so that is that is helpful you um, can get a little bit closer i am encountering my sixth cubone of the evening 30 minutes in way to go um <laughs> i hate and it ran <laughs> ah! you can say steven got cuboned yeah uh, that's inappropriate um Jeez. Yeah, way to go. Um, let's welcome. see. A month of different raid bosses in five-star raids. Uh, our first one, October 23rd through November 5th. Dark Raid will be available to challenge in five-star raids. We already knew about that. Um, and honestly, I can say from the community that we live in with locally, uh -huh. not a lot of people were excited for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think a lot of people were anticipating it to get its signature move. And other than the fact that those that might not have had one already or that you can't, that don't have a shiny, not many players I know were excited to go back and do it. I think everybody else kind of used their raid passes for mega Gengar. Did we get confirmation what this, so it's Thursday, November 5th through November 16th, a familiar Pokemon will be returning to five star raids. Yeah. It's Lugia. Okay. 
It's Lugia with and Aeroblast. And it was confirmed with its move. Um, did we talk about this last episode? Nope. Uh, I feel like we did. Yeah, I feel like we did talk about this one. But I think we weren't aware of the stats on the move. Oh, on Lugia? Yeah. Okay, do we have... Oh, you, you sent me the info. Um... Yep. Do I have uh do I have a link to the info for I don't see it. Um I'll find it for you. Okay. Um I yeah, I believe we actually covered this uh last episode. Let me actually check our you and I's correspondence from last episode here if we scroll up. Uh Mega Evolutions, Mega Venusaur Leaves, Halloween stuff, Special Weekends, Verizon, November Cup. Maybe we didn't. Huh. Odd. Maybe I added it. I don't remember. Um, I guess let's just go through the rest of it anyway. Um, just in case we missed it. Uh, let's see. So November 5th through November 16th is going to be Lugia. Was that confirmed? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Monday, November 16th to Tuesday, November 24th, Trachion, Cobalion, and Verizion will be available to challenge in five-star raids. Um, is there anything different about those three since they're coming they back? They will not be getting Sacred Sword. Okay. So it's just them coming back. No new, um, no new anything. Uh, and, and their then, shinies are available again. I didn't know that their shinies were available to begin with. Yep. Oh, okay, cool. So if you want those shinies, go for it. Um, and then stay tuned for more details on the featured raided boss that will be in five-star raids from Tuesday, November 24th to Monday, November 30th, uh, the very end of the month. Um, we will have to wait and see what that is. Do we have any rumors on that? Have we seen any move updates that might point to what it could be? No. Okay. So we'll just have to wait on that one. We'll probably I mean, catch some that. people are hoping Keldeo because it'll be right after the Swords of Justice. That would make sense, but we also know it's Niantic, so... <laughs> I mean, if we're getting Lugia now, there's a good chance it could be Ho-Oh. Yeah. And it would kind of play into Thanksgiving. <laughs> Giant flaming jerky. That's great. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, of course, there'll be a raid hour every Wednesday at 6 p.m. local time, featuring that week's five-star raid boss. Or bosses, in the case of Terrakian, Cobalion, and Vorizian. Um, spotlight hours, November 3rd, today, Cubone, uh, November 10th, Jigglypuff, uh, November 17th, Meowth, and November 24th, Barboach. Um, your bonuses are going to be Stardust with Cubone, XP with Jigglypuff, double candy for Meowth catching, and then double transferring with Barboach. Yep. Uh, if Cubone actually spawned, I would be catching more of them, but none of them. <laughs> yeah. I've it's been four minutes and I have not seen a single Cubone spawn since my sixth one. So, um, I don't know. The first half of this podcast will just me be be me complaining about the lack of spawns. So, we, um, it certainly wasn't like that before. So I don't really know. I doubt anything changed, like spawn wise. But it's, it seems interesting. Um. Uh. Uh, let's see here. More, More new limited research coming. Yep. 
Uh, let's see. Which one is the limited research? That's like the daily stuff, right? I think so. Okay. That's the stuff like we had the Gengar. Um, Gengar research. That's not a Cubone. That is a Shelter. All right. Um, uh, limited research happening on November 28th. The featured Pokemon will be announced at a later date, so we will have to wait for that. Um, that could be another Mega, potentially. Another Mega released with its own um research line uh how that let's see what megas do we not have we don't have alakazam or if we're talking kanto we don't have alakazam we don't have uh mewtwo hmm i doubt we'll see a legendary for a while uh we we have already delved into the gen 2 stuff so there's yeah always a kangaskhan is a regional though Kangaskhan is a regional. Pinsir might be interesting. Gyarados, maybe. Let's see. It's at the end of November. I don't think there really isn't... I don't think there really is any, like, particular event that would be happening then. Um, Like, the only <laughs> quote-unquote event is, like, Thanksgiving, but that's an exclusively, like, U.S. kind of deal there. So, um, we could see, like, a bug thing and get uh, Pinsir There's and There's many Caesar. options. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff here. I imagine we won't get legendary stuff for a while. Thanksgiving is a regional <laughs> Pokemon. A regional Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> um. So here, if if that's a good point on his on Randall's comment, there, it would be interesting if they started introducing regionals, the Kanto regionals, through mega events like this, so everyone could get one at least. Yeah, that would be that would be I don't know, interesting I guess, but then none of the other regionals have megas. Correct. So but I don't want to say to that it's make like, it balanced and fair for the ones that can get that mega, give everyone at least one so they can build candy through doing research or putting it as a buddy. Heracross does, but then I, I was thinking more of like Tropius and stuff. There's other regionals that don't that have been pretty yeah. uh Right, but those aren't going to have mega evolutions, so they're not right. limited. Right, I mean, but the, but then they're but then there are still regionals that are unavailable in other countries, just like besides like events that we had like two years ago. Right. So, um, I don't know. Things get weird. Um, it would be getting into close to winter, so we could get some ice types or something. I don't know. Now nah, I'm just spitballing. Uh, I'm just going to guess. Uh, let's see here. Soon you'll be able to see more information about Pokemon you've come to know and love. For example, your Pokemon hatched from an egg. You'll be able to see which type of egg it hatched from. If you caught your Pokemon in an encounter after a raid, you'll be able to see more details about that raid, such as whether it was an EX or Mega raid, uh, or whether you battled in the raid remotely or in person. You'll also be able to see whether you met uh, your Pokemon in a special encounter, such as an encounter after Go Battle League win, in a research breakthrough encounter, or in a surprise encounter after you take a snapshot. You'll even be able I to see... If, uh, I wonder if those will start being like the badges like they do in the main series games. Maybe. You could see, I mean, because all of that data is already in the game, so they're just allowing the player to see it now. Yeah. Um, uh... I think that could also come into like uh, later interpretations of like tournament play. 
Yes. Showing actually, we'll, the person was legally, when they legally caught it and stuff and how they we'll, caught it. Uh, we'll talk about that here in a little bit. Um, you'll even be able to see whether you caught your Pokemon during one of our ticketed events like Pokemon Go Fest. We hope this update lets you and your Pokemon take a stroll down memory lane together and reminisce on the happy memories of your meeting. We're also updating when trainers will receive special research lines released in the past so that it's not overwhelming for new trainers. For example, instead of receiving multiple special research lines after completing a mythical discovery special research, trainers will receive them later after they make more progress with the special research lines they have. This will not affect any trainers who have already received all of the past special research lines. So this this actually reminds me of a comment one of our local players who's a mom who doesn't really have a lot of free time to go out and do all these crazy activities for the game. She says it's a little bit overwhelming to see all these research tasks on her menu at once. She wishes a way there was a way to condense it. And I mentioned this and she's like, this is what I want. She says, I don't want to have five different things I have to accomplish at once. But if the game, you know, somehow realizes that she's doing the same task and credits her for each one of those things, that would be nice. I think I just got a fantastic Cubone. A zero attack, 14, 14 uh, defense and HP. Nice. Uh, that's that's solid. Um, Too bad Kanto Whack is not any good in PvP. Uh, yeah, it's just got to get better moves. Um, let's but a see. lot of stuff coming forward. Uh, they're also, like you mentioned, uh, special research. Um, yeah, that's quite a bit of stuff for November, looking at it on paper. Yeah. And we're still waiting on the the November December for the connection between Pokemon Go and Home, uh, amongst other things. So, um, the Alolan Stone, yeah, maybe Randall, maybe. We don't know yet. That honestly, we probably have another. If if they're ever going to do an update to how how to acquire Alolan Pokemon, we have to wait until Gen Seven comes out, which is another what f- uh, four. Two two years, two three years. So we've got a, a while. Um, Speaking of regional Pokemon, uh, is it is it Animation Week? Yeah. Oh, okay. I haven't read this one. I just know of generally what's going on. Uh, celebrate Pokemon Journeys, the series with the Animation Week 2020 event. Uh, trainers, the Animation Week 2020 event based on Pokemon Journeys, the series is coming to Pokemon Go. During this event, Pokemon counters and other content with ties to the two main characters, Ash and Go. Uh, that's that's one of the characters, if you haven't seen the series, G-O-H, uh, Go. Uh, will be available in Pokemon Go, the, the game. Uh, you'll also Hell be Geo. able to... Yeah, <laughs> Geo, capital Geo. Um, you'll also be able to participate in event-exclusive timed research inspired by the anime series storyline. Uh, from Friday, November 6th to Tuesday, Thursday, November 12th, so a full week. World Cap Pikachu will be appearing in the wild. Some lucky trainers may even counter a shiny one. From Thursday, November 5th uh, at 1 p.m. to Monday, November 16th, Lugia will be returning to five-star raids, this time with the move ta- uh, the attack Aeroblast. There's that confirmation I was wondering about. Pokemon like Ivysaur, Pinsir, Snorlax, Golurk, and others will be appearing in the wilds. You can look forward to encountering the following Pokemon more frequently in the wild. Bulbasaur, Execute, Cubone, Scyther, Dratini, Cyndaquil, and more. If you're lucky, you may even counter a shiny Cubone. Wait, hold on. Uh, yep, you read that right. Mm, okay. Uh, Pichu, Mantike, Ryalu, and Cubone will be hatching from 7k eggs. Lucky trainers will even hatch a shiny Cubone. 
pretty sure that's not what people are looking for from 7K eggs, but okay. Uh, take on new take on new timed research inspired by multiple episodes of the ongoing series of Pokemon Journeys, the series. Go might appear in Pokemon Go Snapshot. Be sure to take a snapshot during the event. Well, that's neat. Go inspired avatar items will be available. Check out the style shop to get yours for free. Uh, and then the boilerplate info of please be aware of your surroundings fo- and following guidelines from local health authorities when playing Pokemon Go updates. Upcoming events are subject to change. Be sure to follow us on social media, opt in to receive and push notifications, and subscribe to our emails to stay uh, updated for the latest as on far as the events anime and feature updates. Be sure to check out this Help Center article. Sorry, I wanted to finish that. I Sorry, I shouldn't have interrupted. Uh, as far as the anime goes, it's a pretty good series. I've been watching the sub instead of the dub. Yep. That means, um, that means subtitles if you don't know that. <laughs> it, the first couple of episodes are pretty cringe. Uh, but a, I'm a at a point show. in the series now where they just they just met the two legendaries of uh, Galar. Interesting. So then this is sort of like it plays a lot like the game does. Okay. Huh. Same sequences are happening, and it's it's an interesting take. Uh, they do a lot better job of portraying the characters in the anime than the game did. Uh, I appreciate kinda that. Kind of like that what was... happened with, kind of like what would happened with the uh, Twilight Wings. Okay, yeah, because I that was one of my biggest complaints with Sword and Shield is that the characters really didn't have a lot of play um, in what happened. Yeah, Chairman so... Rose is a bad man in the in the anime. Yes. Oh, interesting. Because in Twilight Wings, they play him off as like a pretty, pretty reasonable guy. Yeah, and I think they make one or two references to Twilight Wings in the anime. Oh, that's sick. Um, uh, it's I, an interesting series. I don't say go and watch it. Oh, <laughs> go. Hmm. I was more talking. <laughs> I was gonna more talk into the spawns of the event. Um, okay, Cubone. Uh, I feel like we've talked in the past. Marowak just isn't. Cantonian Marowak just isn't solid. Um, they were actually having a conversation about it in uh, in the Discord here. Where were they having it? Was it a PvP discussion? That uh, sounds right. Uh, no, it was in general chat. I posted the event for tonight. Oh, here we go. Uh, if only KWAC was relevant in PvP. Uh, if Niantic would stop trying to make Vespaquin happen and give KWAC any kind of coverage... Hey, 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 Stogo. K-Walks are, or uh, Vespaquin's already happened. Like, no, it, it already is a thing. Vespaquin's solid. Like, right, but don't they diss keep on it. giving it things. I think, it, they're, I think they're giving it something else here in the season five, so. Yeah, it's um, getting the uh, that, 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 work. Okay. Um, yeah, give uh, Cantonian Marowak any kind of coverage. It handles steel, poison, and electric okay already. Um... Winston the Champ suggests Mudslap with Iron Head or something. Shrugs. Um, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. Honestly, I, I don't want to say... Gr- Ground isn't something that necessarily needs a rework, but it does. it is certainly... Uh, Certain things in the type need more moves. Yeah. It feels like it's lacking overall like diversity of moves step one does it have mud shot no move on to the next exactly it's it's almost like counter and fighting type 
or counter yeah. in literally anything that has it. Um, mm-hmm. so that's you know that's too bad. Um, Battle Rams mentioning Scyther. Scyther's not a bad option. Scyther itself isn't fantastic. Um, I feel like Caesar has more play within Great League and beyond. Um, Ryalu is something everyone's gonna look out for. Uh, I don't oh, blame yeah. anyone for that. Uh, I would also like a shiny Ryalu because uh, it's a really cool shiny. Um, if you don't have a good Venusaur, if Bulbasaur and Ivysaur are around, go catch them. There's no reason not to. Um, not to mention that also remember if you have a Mega Venusaur or a Venusaur that you've already Mega evolved, if you put a Venusaur as your buddy, that Venusaur specifically, and you catch these Bulbasaur, it'll get it'll net you extra uh, Mega Venusaur candy. Is that in the game so far? It I know will that they be during that. this once this event starts. Okay. Um, so let's see. Pincer's solid. Snorlax is a solid one. Golurk is a really Golurk and uh, or let's see, Golette and then Golurk is an interesting line that really doesn't have a whole lot of fantastic performance, uh, but with an interesting type. So I it's also one that might get a new move here soon. Yeah. Plus, it's just it. I mean, if it's if the spawns are anything like during the Halloween event, they're still not very common. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I think that's it. More frequently about Bulbasaur, Execute, Cubone, Scyther, Dratini. I still need that shiny Dratini. Um, Cyndaquil. We'll talk about later. Cyndaquil's getting Cyndaquil and Typhlosion is getting uh a move update so maybe go catch some cyndaquil if you don't have a good uh pvp one um do we have we've got a graphic from a couple of gaming here uh timed research world cat pikachu which is just an ash hat pikachu basically uh lugio is coming back with aeroblast which did i open that you sent me the thing and i don't think i opened it i see it here uh swoop move update pvp 180 damage 75 energy uh a plus two self uh plus two um buff for 12.5 percent chance that's bonkers yeah what okay um has lugia ever been eligible for great league yes uh gross okay uh thanks i hate it uh let's move on um yeah that's as that seems absolutely disgusting um a plus two self buff and then already a huge nuke with a 75 energy cost which seems that's high but then again for the amount of damage and stuff um i love this reaction image here from pokey ak of uh uh, somebody getting hit with a spirit bomb, I think, from DBZ. Uh, yeah, uh, this is... Uh... <sighs> Imagine sack swapping something into that. Yeah, that's it, uh, that's gross. Because then it has a chance for the, the, the double buff, and I don't know. On it, I would not be surprised if this comes out and then gets nerfed somewhere not too far down the road so yeah um yeah Imagine we'll have to see how percent though 
Yeah, I mean that's still do you, so. Do you finish that match or you just quit? <laughs> honestly, it's it's similar to what am I thinking? Um, Giratina, uh, Giratina, and the buff for um, ancient power. Ancient power, or the yeah, the buff chance for ancient power of it just gets more ridiculous. It's mm-hmm. it, it's win percentage went from like eighty to like ninety five or something. So yeah. it's already ridiculous, and then when it gets the buff, it's... I wouldn't be surprised if it gets changed once it's out for a bit. Yeah, if it doesn't get modified uh, ahead of time, because this is this is data mined, so we could see the update just before this comes out. We still have a few days. Yeah. Um, or after the fact, if it gets absolutely disgusting, because this doesn't sound... This doesn't sound okay. <laughs> um, we'll see. Um... Yep, I think that covers that one. Let's move on to Community Days, plural, for November. Uh, Jesse, do you do we want to go into detail stuff here? Do we have enough other content that we're we're gonna? I think we have enough other content, but if okay. you want to look up those two images I sent you, they kind of nicely explain and are mostly the same. Yep, I've got them right here. Uh, November 15th from 11 to 5, so the standard time. Uh, Electabuzz is your community day. Uh, it has November the... November 15th being a Sunday, right? E- yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, which means I can do it all day. Uh, I can participate in, in Electabuzz community day all day. Special one-time purchase community day box of an Elite Fast TM, 30 Ultra Balls, 3 Incense, and 3 ultra incubators uh randall you got to correct yourself it's plural it's community days (laughs) not hyped for november community days uh special research available in the u.s for one dollar um a quarter hatch distance and three hour incense uh are your bonuses ella kid will be hatching from 2k or two kilometer a (laughs) eggs uh days Take a snapshot and get a special photobomb up to five times. Uh, and then the shiny Electabuzz family. So hopefully with a quarter hatch distance and Elekid coming from 2Ks, if you want that shiny Elekid, that will be available. Like I think I've said before, if you play at all somewhat casually for a community day um, for any amount of time, you should be able to get at least a shiny of that community day. So you will you will most certainly get a shiny Electabuzz um, if you pop open the game and you catch some Electabuzz. Um, it's community day move is not on this graphic? Oh, it is. Exclusive charge move of Flamethrower. Um, which makes it o- okay. It's... Uh... It beats the grass that would wall it. It also helps beat ice. It beats steals that also wallet. Steals are very common. It, it, but again, this this these community moves are only available on their third form. Yes, um, an electivire. Oh, both electivire and the third evolution of the next Pokemon we'll talk about um, are not super hot in Great League. Um, so this kind of makes things so so. Uh, and flamethrower and then the the next move they're they're not great it moves. It doesn't make them stand out. Yeah, they're not great moves. So, 
Um, let's talk about the second community day for November. Uh, November 21st, a Saturday, 11 to 5 local time, Magmar. Uh, another special one-time purchase box of an Elite Charge TM, 30 Ultra Balls, 3 Lucky Eggs, and 3 Super Incubators. A special research for $1 is available. Quarter hatch distance again and 3-hour incense. Magby will be hatching from 2-kilometer eggs and take snapshots to get a special photobomb up to 5 times. Shiny Magmar family is uh, an Oranger Magby and uh, oh-so-amazing pink Magmar and Magmortar. You know I'm looking for that one. Um, with the exclusive charge move Thunderbolt for Magmortar. Uh, like I said before, th uh, Flamethrower and Thunderbolt are not fantastic moves. They're just not. They're, they're I mean, okay the moves. Magmortar and the Thunderbolt, Thunderbolt helps against the water counters. Yeah. But you have to charge there. You have to get there. Um, yep. And Magmortar is not as tanky. We all know how those fire fast moves work. Yeah. Um, I, uh, like I said, uh, I believe I said in the Battle Science After Dark, um, you could honestly skip these two. You could you could skip these two community days and not lose out. Like FOMO, sure, but like you don't have to participate hard in these. Um, spend an hour or two. You know, find something that is okay. Um, if you're dead set on getting them, then go for it. Um, see what you already have in your box. If you can evolve something that's, you know, already reasonable during that hour uh, or during those hours, because there's the, let's see, it's six hours. There's eight hours long, six hour of the standard time and two hours after to evolve to get the community day moves. Um, One thing I would like to point out that none of these articles mention, but they do show it is you will need Sinnoh Stones to evolve these. Yes. Um, let me just make so people jealous. You, any, you can PvP against the NPC leaders. You can do Go Battle League, or you can just for funsies battle your friends. I have 23. Methods of can get, I know, obviously, anybody that listens to us and anybody that PvPs probably tosses so many of them to clean out room for other things in their bag. I should have but, it. If you are looking to evolve a few of these, just remember that you will need uh, Sinnoh Stones. You will, yeah. For both of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, again, I don't. You, I don't pressure yourself into into doing both of these. You don't have to go hard for either uh, either of these. It's not bonus Stardust. Um, uh, the special uh, battle ram makes a good point. You would think uh, special research would have one in each, at least one in each, I imagine. Um, Porygon was a couple of months ago, Randall, but yes, Porygon needed Sinnoh stones as well. Um, yeah, I imagine your uh special, the one dollar special research will have Sinnoh stones in it. Um, at least one, if not maybe three each. So, um, but if you need, you know, let's see if you want one for. I doubt you want either for Master League, but you could keep an eye out for it. So there's two. If you want for Ultra League, there's four, and then six total for if you want a Magmortar and Electivire for Great League. So, um, and then potentially each uh, each dollar special research might have one. So, um, I don't know. I I'm I'm incredibly ambivalent here. Um, there are people in the community that have had. Uh, 
it's a confusing option to go with two different community days, especially two different weekends, two different days, because of the timing and, and such and with everything else going on. Like sometimes it gets hard to, to take a day off to be able to do participating in a community day at all, uh, mm-hmm. let alone two and then all the other events that happened within November. So um, I understand it gets d- difficult and stuff. Um, I think I saw eight Cubone total during this hour. Mm. That sucked. Um, yeah, I. It, if you want, pass on this on this community day. Don't spend any money on it. Maybe catch a couple of Pokemon, but but uh, it's not it's 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 nothing absolutely fantastic. It's it's quarter hatch distance. Which, on the same note, you know it is November. This should be time you are if you can spending with family and friends safely i'm okay with the non-important community day at least it wasn't something like gibble yeah it's nothing absolutely insane which i don't think they'll this kind of shows this and the options for the community days with the votes um makes me wonder if they're looking for things that to just sort of fill time to continue to fill time because they don't want to put we haven't seen a starter pokemon since uh why do i want to say piplup um you're right we haven't seen one since piplup in january or february yep um so we're I'm getting Charmander. we haven't gotten a new starter <laughs> there you go <laughs> yeah i mean you sure you could count charmander but it already had a community day we haven't yeah. gotten a recent starter pokemon have a community day for what almost a year eight 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 months eight months so far so eight nine months um and i don't think that'll change until we get into 2021 so um i i don't know if you want to skip this one skip this one uh save some energy for december uh we'll see what uh we'll see what happens with december so yeah, well, let's all keep our fingers crossed about December. We all know what you think it should be. Let's hope it is. Yeah. All right. So we had an update yesterday, I guess. Uh, Go Battle League Season 5 begins Monday, November 9th at 1 p.m. Um, so this is in a week next Monday. Um, is it Sinnoh Stone for Evos? Yes. Uh, let's see. As, I'm excited for some of these changes. Uh, as previously, our shortest season. Yes, as previously mentioned in the blog post detailing season four, season five of Go Battle League will be shorter than previous seasons at just three weeks long. In addition, ratings will not be used for rank progression this season, and you'll instead progress through ranks by winning a certain number of battles. Uh, we hope to see trainers uh take this opportunity to try out new strategies, test different battle teams, and prepare for season six. Um, that makes me wonder if they're not like uber prepping for like huge changes for season six, maybe extending the season to a longer period of time or something. Uh, season four rewards, season five timeline and what to expect when season five begins on Monday, November 9th, your end of season rewards for season four will be available on the battle screen, including an elite fast TM. If you reached rank seven or higher, we're also excited to reveal that season five will feature entirely new cups. The dates in the schedule below are tentative, uh, tentative. 
stay tuned and we'll update you if anything changes. That's if the game breaks and they need to put things on pause. Uh, we've seen that before, so, you know. Uh, Randall says he thinks season six will allow Megas. Uh, we actually had an interesting discussion on that in the After Dark episode. Oh, yeah, on Megas. Yeah. Uh, well, let's Megas see. PvP. Yeah, Megas and PvP. Uh, the Little Cup will run from Monday, November 9th through Monday, November 16th. Uh, only Pokemon that are able to evolve. Huh? We're selling that episode so much. Yeah, might as well. Uh, you could get it for a single dollar. Um, for one dollar. For one dollar. Exactly we're talking about. Yeah. And why we... likes glitter? I don't. I really don't. <laughs> I really don't. Uh Little Cup, only Pokemon that are able to evolve and have not evolved even once are eligible. The CP limit is 500. Um, so that means uh, if a Pokemon has a baby form, only the babies. Um, if it can't evolve, then it is not eligible. Um, I did kind of want to question that if uh, Sableye is technically eligible because it does have a Mega, but I don't think that technically counts. They're not counting. It has to be a permanent evolution. Ah, fantastic. My chair is acting up. Um, uh, the Kanto Cup will run from Monday, November 16th to Monday, November 23rd. Only Pokemon with a Pokedex entry between 1 and 151 are eligible. The CP limit is 1,500. Uh, as Jesse pointed out um, in a chat before, that means Shadow Mewtwo is eligible for this cup and also mean that you'll probably see Shadow Mewtwo everywhere. As um, long, also, uh, can't uh, Galarian and Alolan are as well. Yes, if they're original. They are, yeah. No, my chair is working. I'm just, it's just really weird. Um, can't I'm excited for the third one, but I, I've heard repercussions on it. The Catch Cup will run from Monday, November 23rd to Monday, November 30th. Uh, only Pokemon that have been caught since the beginning of Season 5 are eligible. The CP limit is 1,500. Mythical Pokemon such as Mew, Celebi, Jirachi, and Victini are not eligible for the Catch Cup. This is interesting. This is kind of a double-edged sword of a cup because it guarantees that people can only use stuff beginning next Monday and going forward. But at the same time, that means you also have to power up and second move all new Pokemon. Yes. Depending on what you want to use. Correct. Um, which certainly mixes up because you're more looking at what's event what event spawns um have happened. Either event spawns or you're running to nests to, to sweep up. And the the uh animation event will be continuing through the majority of that. So that's interesting. Um I guess if you want to use a shiny Lucario. Um I guess you could use a shiny Lucario. Yep. Um I don't know. I I the the double-edged sword of having to spend more stardust on new things for the catch cup will make it interesting. Um we'll have to see what kind of meta sort of evolves there because mm -hmm. honestly you can't really plan for that. Um well, it's like I was talking with some of my friends, we could go and find nests and see what are spawning. Right, but you and I can't sit down and talk about that right now because, one, we don't know what nests are around everybody. Right. Uh, we don't know specifically what 
uh, other events or anything is going on. Like we have a rough idea, but we don't know how common spawns are going to be. Um, right. Uh, it's 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 weird. It's a bizarre one. So, and then how much Stardust are you actually willing to spend if you already have a really good, you know, if you catch something but you want to use it in the catch cup, uh, but you already have a better PvP one. Yeah. You know, and granted, this is go battle league, so it's not like self. <laughs> it's yeah, it's not end all be all. Because we only need three. <laughs> uh, let's see. You can expect the following details to remain unchanged in season five. There will not be a walking requirement in order to battle in the go battle league. Thank you. Honestly, at some point, I would not. I would be surprised if they just say there will never be a walking requirement in GBL ever again. Um. <laughs> they're gonna need to once the people start making it a drug addiction <laughs> yeah i honestly uh, if they ever do go back to it it's good a lot of people are gonna be very unhappy mostly um, the streamers yeah yeah i yeah i just imagine that the walking requirement will will maybe for the initial interaction per day but um not for all of the sets or something that the the yeah. mechanic there will have to change uh, the friendship level requirement for battling remotely will remain at good friends throughout season five. Remember that you can scan another trainer's QR code to battle them no matter where they are. The avatar Self items. Huh? Self approves. Yeah. Uh, the avatar items inspired by Pikachu Libre will continue to be rank seven rewards. Boo. You can still encounter Pikachu Libre once you've reached rank 10. Boo. Uh, end of season rewards will be similar to those in season four. No one's surprised there. Uh, or I'm not surprised. Stardust from rank one to three. Stardust TMs and premium battle pass from rank four to ten. Uh, what's new to season five? There are some notable changes coming to Go Battle Leagues for season five. Starting at rank seven, you'll have a chance to encounter legendary Pokemon on the Go Battle League rewards tracks. These legendary Pokemon. I, I remember correctly, they've done that before, haven't they? Put legendary Pokemon in the rewards. Uh huh. Yes. Um. These legendary Pokemon will be the same as those appearing concurrently in five-star raids. The rest of the Pokemon you can encounter on the rewards track will remain unchanged from Season 4. Please know that the encounters with legendary Pokemon on the rewards track will be available in Go Battle League only during Season 5. Rank progression during this season will be based on effort rather than ratings. To reach Rank 2, you must complete a certain number of battles. To rank reach Ranks 3 through 10, you must win a certain number of battles. If you finish Season 5 at Rank 7 or higher, you will receive an Elite Charge TM rather than an Elite Fast TM. The following... Okay, here's where we get into some interesting stuff. Um, before we talk about move changes, um, let's talk about potential changes here. Um, or or the, the lack of adjustments here. Um, as I am still disappointed that Pikachu Libre is still a rank 10 reward, they said when it first came out that it would be, uh, available to more players at a later date. We are now looking at something like a year plus since the introduction of Pikachu Libre. <laughs> what, basically, like since season two of GBL, Pikachu Libre has been a rank 10 reward and we have not seen it drop down at all. And I've talked about this before on a previous episode when we got information for season four. Um, I, it, this doesn't make any sense to me. On top of Pikachu Libre can evolve. Its moveset's interesting, but it can't. It's not eligible for literally anything. It's got a cool moveset, and that's it. 
cool moveset, cool outfit can't be used for any. It, it can't even. Be, uh, it it can't, may, no, it can't be used in Little Cup. It can't be used in Little Cup because Pichu exists. <laughs> yep. So it confuses me to 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 no end why this is still a rank ten reward, as it is still just a mediocre reward. Mm. I don't know. Um. I would like a, a Pikachu Libre. Will I ever get to rank 10? No. I can guarantee you I will never get to rank 10. Um, that is beyond my... Not with that attitude. Huh? Not with that attitude. <laughs> well, rank 10 is beyond what I'm, one, willing to spend time on, and two, even if I did spend a ton of time on, I believe it is above my skill ceiling. So, okay. um, with the way that the ranking works in ELO and stuff, I uh, beyond... Maybe season five, because all I have to do is get wins. Um, and that's just playing. Yeah, and that's just playing. Um, but honestly, the three Little Cup, Kanto Cup, and Catch Cup don't excite me enough to actually want to play in season five enough to get to rank 10. So, I don't know. I guess call me a party pooper. I put a deflating balloon gif in the... Uh, the Discord because I'm just like not, I don't know. I'm not interested. This isn't, this isn't super exciting to me. So, um, you want to talk about moves? Yeah. Do you like jazz? Did you want me to, did you want me to send you that the graphic? Uh, you might have already sent me the graphic. I'll send it again. Uh, no, I think I got it on screen. It's a oh. G2G Media and Legends uh, Lima uh, graphic here. Uh, season 5 rewards, yada yada. Um, new attack in Pokemon Go, Incinerate. Fire-type fast attack will be initially only available to Rapid uh, Cantonian Rapidash, Typhlosion, Ho-Oh, Unovan uh, Darminitan, and... Chandelure. My boy Chandelure. Love to see it. Um, also Typhlosion. Typhlosion has needed some other options beyond Shadow Claw, so that is nice. We will have to see what kind of move Incinerate is. Um, when I hear the name Incinerate, I feel like it might be a, a counter-clone-esque or maybe a confusion clone. So I feel confusion more so. We'll have to wait and see what this, uh, what this looks like. Uh... Let's see. The following attack will be updated for PvP. Poison Sting. Uh, the poison type fast attack will be now generate more energy. Um, so that is... I don't know... A very limited move on certain things. Yes. And without knowing the information on the uh, stats for the attack, it's hard to say what its effectiveness will be. Uh-huh. Um, do they make a comment as to... Yes. Um, allowing Pokemon, so it, it generates more energy, allowing Pokemon like Vespaquin, Drapion, and Whirlipede to use their charge attacks more frequently. Um, <laughs> Things cats can't eat in the Discord. It's like, why are they calling out Whirlipede? Because uh, it is a wheel, and it is based on speed. Um, it is. It can literally be a Hot Wheel. Um, uh-huh. Does it have Flame Wheel? No. Okay. Um it has gyro ball or whatever if, though. If you if I it it reminds me of I wouldn't I'd have, I'd have to look up for fan art of crossover between uh this and um the Fate franchise. There is a 
uh, a character from history called uh, Ashavataman that is they we literally call Hot Wheels because his weapon is a uh, a giant flaming wheel. So um, Whirlipede is like the 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 attack spike wheel thing that is perfect for that. Um, Whirlipede it needs flame wheel. It needs to be the Hot Wheel. Um, <laughs> uh, and then flame charge the power uh, powerful fire type attack will now be available to Cantonian Rapidash Entei Embor and ya boy Chandelure um, it is a two bar charge move with a 65 I don't know what the 65 is for is that a damage damage okay um Chandelure, I love to see it. Uh, it's got Shadow Ball. It has uh, Hex, and now it's going to be getting Incinerate. Um, I'm down for it. Um, I might just have to see if I got myself a good Chandelure to bring up for Great League just to use it anyway. Um, Embor, getting a getting Flame Charged helps it too. We've talked about Embor where it's stat-wise and moveset is all right, but it needs that little bit of a push. Um, the so that's are great is a defensive fire type. It just needs better moves. Yeah. So flame charge, uh, might give it uh, a little bit of a, a little bit of a nudge there in usage. So, uh, what graphic is this? Oh, more season five stuff. Um, more of the core details of season five. So, um, while, and I think I made, I made comment about this. This is not nearly the update to this. This isn't the fire rework um that i would like to see it is steps in the right direction i just broke my chair oh you good i'm good okay um uh the battle league rewards part uh this one here i'm gonna send uh i'll put that in the chat um uh yeah while i want to see more of an a a a rework to existing moves um incinerate is an entirely new move and flame charge just gets added to new pokemon um or to more pokemon i should say um i i don't this isn't enough this isn't enough for for fire types to really get the buff that they need so um, Typhlosion's usage is definitely going to help. I don't think Rapidash's overall play I mean, really it does have Drill it Run, so it is pretty fun. Yeah. Um, and Chandler has been something I've wanted to be better, but honestly something like uh, Will-O-Wisp or a buff to um, Ember or Flamethrower or literally anything else um, <laughs> would be more progress than i think what this is but I, I we have to wait to see what incinerate is um i feel like if what came out recently as a confusion clone it was um uh huh i don't remember um gosh diddly darn it um good heavens does anyone in chat remember something got a confusion clone um let me scroll through Pokemon Go Live. Uh, because they would have posted an update about it. It wasn't Razorleaf. Um, uh, was there a ghost move? 
Um, crap, what was it? I'll see if I can find it. Why Go ahead I, and continue on. How do I feel like it was in the berry stuff? Um, hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't feel like this is a, a big enough change for me to be, I don't know, Im impressed enough that the fire type is actually getting better um, or is getting a buff. So, um, again, we'll have to just sort of wait and see what Incinerate is and how it performs. Um, if it makes Typhlosion a lot more of a relevant uh, fire type starter, um, because we see Charizard's overall performance and just it being common. Um, Blazekin's dual typing really helps it out. I think a lot of the, the fire type starters are just sort of interesting roles, but not fantastic performers. So, oh, Gust. Gust, that's right. Gust is a, a confusion is clone. This Thursday. Yeah. Um, so if you're listening to the pod, this as a podcast form after the fact, um, you will not hear it in time. Um, I will be working. So unfortunately, we wanted to do a we wanted to do an Ace Combat, um, Pokemon Go PvP GBL co stream. Uh, that unfortunately won't be happening. I'm working opening to close. So, um, yay. Uh, I'm at least getting paid though, so that's nice. You know. Income, that's helpful for living in the America. Uh, yeah, I don't know. What's your thought on Incinerate and Flame Charge? Do you have... I need to wait for it to see anything. Okay. Basically what I've been <laughs> what I've been talking about. Um, yeah. Yeah. Let's move on. Uh, let's see, before we hop into the meta-analysis, um, let's talk about a little Reddit thread that popped up here in the last day or so. Niantic confirmed 24 ranks in GBL. In this Japanese article, Alex Moffat, the, um, good heavens, his job title isn't here, but somebody made mention, um, uh, where is it? Uh, GBL's Go Battle League's product manager um, in uh, Niantic, Alex Moffat, said they will make 24 ranks in GBL in the future. Um, so the thought is that this gets implemented into Season 6 uh, and that there are 24 ranks rather than just the 10 that we see now. Um... There were a couple of comments here that I read through um, that were interesting. Um, oh, here we go. Uh, a summary. I assume this is a summary of the article, but because the article is a Famitsu article and is in Japanese, um, I can try doing Google Translate to see if this is a relevant thing. Do not quote me on here. Just imagine that this article is similar to a data mined thing that we're just not 100% sure. Um we should see an update about this in the next couple of weeks or specifically when they're talking about season six in the future. Um, starting season six, there will be 24 ranks in Go Battle League, says Alex, GBL's product manager in a Japanese interview. First 20 ranks will be earned through battling certain number of battles and gaining certain number of victories. Ranks 21 to 24 will be earned through raiding. 
these ranks will be called Elite, Veteran, Master, and Battle Legend. Um, there's no mention as far as how the ELO works um, or how any of the rest of the modifications as far as rewards or anything gets changed. So, um, so far all we have is word that uh, there will be 24 player ranks available in GBL, um, most likely starting in Season 6. So... I don't know. Cool, I guess. We're seeing changes. Um, I don't want to say that the 10 rank system was getting stale, but I think this ought to, I don't know, spice things up a little bit. So, you have thoughts, Jesse? Or? No, I mean, like, we can't, we don't have much to go on, and I don't like to speculate things until Niantic has officially said something. Yeah, but. But you sent me the article, so we're, we'll talk about it. I know yeah. it's it's no, an interesting I, concept. Yeah, yeah, it's an yeah. I think it's an interesting change. Um, it's if it does come to fruition, it is uh, refreshing, I guess. Um, but me as someone who gets to rank seven and then basically stops, um, for the sake of their own you know sanity and time, <laughs> um, I think more so one than the other. Yeah, I, I wonder where they put that cutoff for where do what are the rank ups for win X number of battles for each rank higher than, you know, seven to ten? And where do they put that elite TM? Um yeah. do they put it in rank ten? Do they put it in rank fifteen? How long how long is the C if 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 twenty four ranks is the total, how does this affect the overall length of GBL of a GBL season? Um, yeah. does, do they then extend each GBL season rather than what are we looking at now? Like two and a half, three months. Do we look at it more like a six month season? Because we're going into season five and we've had GBL for maybe a year. So it it's, we're, we're breezing through these, these quote unquote seasons. So, um, I'll be I'll be interested to see what what, what this brings if, as far as a change and if anything else around it changes as well. So, all right, that is the news roundup. We're looking at one hour, two minutes. Well, let's round it to three minutes. One hour and three minutes. Community day debate. We were going to debate uh, between the two community day Pokemon. Um, I think for my own mental capacity uh, and the sake of time, we're going to pass on that. Um, I honestly don't think there really is a winner there either. <laughs> the winner is you. <laughs> the winner is you. Yeah, I honestly, I would have more said that the... Um, oh, Randall's right, the new Switch mechanic. Do we have an article for the new Switch mechanic? Uh, I can see if I can find one. Okay. Uh... Surprised that wasn't in the Go Battle League 5 announcement. Yeah, I don't see any info here on Pokemon Go Live. So I check Twitter, go through um, PvP's or um, Pokemon Go, the Pokemon Go official Twitter, and see if there's an announcement there. Um, yes, yeah, so actually, let's just stick that in the very beginning of a meta analysis conversation then. Um, oh, yeah, by the way, National Sandwich Day, Tuesday, November 3rd. 
Um, yeah, when talking about like the community days and stuff, like I, I, other than to be just antagonistic between you know Jesse and I, I don't think there really is a winner or loser in this. Um, arguably, arguably Electivire with uh, Flamethrower might pick up more wins, but like. Neither Electivire nor Magmortar are just exceptional within PvP, so, like, there really isn't a whole lot of stakes to that argument anyway. Um, so, you know. All I'm seeing is their photo contest they've been doing. Oh, really? They've made no comment? Not that I can see. That's bizarre. Uh, uh, maybe maybe we'll get more on it in the next update. Yeah, it's live in the game. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm gonna go to Sylph. Because Self made a tweet about it. Let's see. I think they put a article up and stuff too. Um, update move balance. Marsh cup. Marsh cup. Halloween. Oh, here we go. Is a Niantic support. Um, uh, let's see. Trainers were excited to share several updates coming to Pokemon Go in our latest release which is currently rolling out. You'll see these changes once the app has updated to version 0 0.191 point something. Uh, in Trainer Battles, the Switch menu now appears as two buttons showing the rest of your battle party so you can more easily swap to Pokemon during battles. Um, so if you're watching a video version of this, um, there's a screenshot up. Um, there are two little icons with your um, available Pokemon, their CP and their HP levels on the right side of the screen there. Um, <coughs> let's see. You'll now be able to preview your Pokemon's moves when in the battle party selection screen by long pressing on the Pokemon you'd like to check. So that checks uh, the Pokemon's type, their total HP, their move set um, with the moves type, uh, energy usage, uh, and if it has a buff or debuff mechanic. Um, let's see. You can now jump a to a Pokemon's Pokedex entry directly from their detail page. Tapping a uh tapping a button in a Pokedex entry will also let you see all the Pokemon of that species you've collected. Um, that was is... a little bit obnoxious because I'm so used to the item button being at the top. When I go to TM or use something on a Pokemon, mm, I keep uh -huh. hitting the Pokedex. Nice. Um. And then you can read more about updates in the newest version of our release notes. Um, I don't know why this wasn't a article, a main blog article in um, Pokemon Go Live, but um, so my only my only sort of like complaint thing or uh, a little quality of life th life thing I would like to see um, with this is that the switch menu is currently on the right side of the screen by default, and there is no way to switch it over to the left side. So if you're a right hand or left hand, um, I'd like to see basically all all it would have to be 
is a little toggleable switch in the settings menu to be able to set that um, the two switch icons to the left side. I'm not a lefty. I'm a righty. Um, so realistically, like the right side probably is more natural for me. But any person that's like a left, uh, you know, taps the screen with their left hand, I'd like to see the the availability to be able to switch it over to the left side. So one of my complaints with it was the cooldown timer on swaps is pretty bad right now too as far as visually showing when you have a swap yeah 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 i noticed it seemed pretty odd um you don't necessarily have like a timer clock thing um configure configuration looks like they're making room for a third move uh maybe wouldn't i don't know speculate but at the same I guess. time it's a step in the right way yeah, this is something that we've been asking for for a while, is being able to see what Pokemon you have eligible at all times. Um, uh, in Trainer Battles, the Switch animation camera angle has shifted so that you're able to see your po- uh, see your Pokemon's HP bar when your opponent is switching their Pokemon. Um, honestly, no matter what is going on on the screen, you should be able to see both yours and your opponent's HP bars, in my opinion. Um, so this is, I guess, a step in the right direction. Um Soon, battle parties will be saved on your account itself instead of on your device, meaning they'll be synced when you reinstall the game or change devices. Yay! Uh, the flying-type charge attack minigame has been slightly slowed down. Uh, you can now navigate from a Pokemon's detail page directly to its Pokedex entry. Um, soon, you'll be able to see more information about the Pokemon you obtain on the Pokemon detail page. Note that this will not backfill information on Pokemon you've obtained prior to this feature. Okay, so that's the um, where you've thing we talked about earlier. Where you've hatched, what activity you did to acquire a Pokemon. That is interesting. So that means that they aren't collecting. They aren't necessarily keeping that data in the server. Uh, at this point, they will be keeping that information in the future, which is interesting. Uh, and a new loading screen has been added. It is a Halloween fall themed loading screen and i think it's beautiful but a little bit i don't know it feels like a little late since considering the halloween event is like ending has already ended so um bug fixes not gonna go through that you can if you want but we're not gonna do that here um yeah that's uh a nice quality of life like to see some more changes um it definitely means that they're making progress on things so you know, good things to come. More good things to come, hopefully. Jesse, you ready to go into the meta-analysis? Yes. I'm All ready right. to get my feet moist. Oh, how dare you. <laughs> how dare you. Um, Okay. We're talking about Marsh Cup. Uh, again, uh, Marsh Cup. November 1st through 30th, poison types, ghost types, bug types, grass types, and water types. Tropius, Abomasnow, and Megas are banned, which means shadows are around. Um, if not, very common. Uh, from what I can tell, shadows aren't going to be completely and totally running the world here, but their around is a little bit of spice. Um, Jesse, you have read the jerry seawolf's nifty or thrifty you have built teams uh you have dived uh, a lot more into this one than i have uh talk to me about marsh cup so why don't you jump back over to cup stats on the screen here 
Go ahead and change that from overall to win percents in the last seven days. That's your cup. Match victors in the last seven days. A walk at 36%. Uh, a muck at 31%. Galvantula at 26%. Swampert at 25%. Ferrothorn at 21. Crustle at 18. Shift Resableye, Wish Cash Toxie, Venusaur, and Azumarill with a lot more down below. I don't know. Uh, Marowak is basically one of the core of this cup. For sure. It's beating it's being the one limited fire that beats all of the steels and all of the bugs. Yeah. Also keeping things like Sableye in check. Mm. Hmm. I mean, Awok, we've seen Awok's performance before. Awok is a very versatile Pokemon um, with Shadow Bone uh, being available now. I'm not surprised that Awok is here. So... Um, I mean, so is a Muck. is one of the core of their three. I think that we're going to see a lot. It just checks so many things while only being scared of a handful. Yeah. Same can be said for Amok. Amok conquers a lot of things and is really only scared of the Mud Boys. Mm-hmm. Galvantula. We talked about Galvantula. Its performance is solid i think it's starting to peter off because the mud boys are a little bit of a problem for it mm. and there are a few things that just don't care that it's electric but it is relevant because everyone will still have an azumarill and everyone will have flyers mantine pelipper uh things like gold batter around you have a lot of water combinations in this cup that aren't just ground that it also beats uh Spicy hot take. I was doing some team construction today. Lantern is a thing. Hmm. Hmm. It just Actually, fears mud boys too. I scrolled down and saw Empoleon and thought Empoleon might be Empoleon's interesting. Empoleon's scary. You need to respect Empoleon. Okay. Um, I like Empoleon, so actually I might run an Empoleon here. Um, a lot of actually my favorites, more of my desired stuff is pretty low down here. Lanterns at a one percent, Empoleon's at a three percent, uh, Golbat's at a three percent. And threes aren't bad. It's just their situational matchups and not being able to safely cover themselves, whereas right. the things at the top can. And we're only three days into the month, so um, Jump Pluff's pretty low down here. Um. I think the things that people are going to be most having to watch out for are things like AWAC, Muck, Swampert, Ferrothorn, things that have been used in past cups and people know how to use them. Mm -hmm. uh... I think the things like Fortress, Whimsicott, Legacy Dugong, uh -huh. and now Sableye with Return are going to be things that might catch people off guard. Sableye has been around before, yes, but some of these other ones, like Fortress, with the ability for some shadows to be able to be in this cup is going to catch some people off guard. Um, th there's a lot of potential in this cup, and it's like your famous saying, six of one half dozen of another. Yes. Because if you go into PV Poke here and look at the rankings, it's obviously going to put Galvantula at number one, mm -hmm. but that's just because it does a good job at protecting itself while also being a safe option. Ferrothorn, yeah. kind of the same boat. Both of those really only afraid of fire. Yeah, which is why Awok is 
at only at number five. Yeah. But um, yeah, if it had a solid fire type charge move, fire blast is okay. Um, yeah. You know, it might be it might be better because hex is also pretty solid. So if it had a um, better fire type, if there was a better fire type fire charge move. Um, yeah. And I'm curious to see if those reworks to both incinerate and flame charge make chandelier jump up in the list or not. Yeah, because Chandelure is here. Some it's rank 200. Where I'm just going to keep scrolling faster than. You can search it. Exactly 200? Uh, not exactly. Uh, oh, good heavens. 232. Hex, Overheat, and Shadow Ball. Yeah, if. Uh, what is it? Flame Charge? Mm-hmm. Flame, flame charge has a self debuff though, right? It's an attack buff. Oh, it's an attack buff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that could be really helpful for. Uh, it's got the same hex and fire spin, the same two moves that uh, Awok has. Its mm-hmm. stats, I want to say, are a lot more glassy though, so that oh, yeah. really doesn't give it any wins. So if it's um, if it's looking to buff its uh its charge moves are basically the the place where uh it makes or breaks between it and awok um since it shares the same typing so um i don't know that's it's a third tier versus second tier evolution yeah yeah and unfortunately chandelure is getting these buffs and not um lampant lampant so i don't know we'll just have to sort of wait and see um actually where is lampant here i want to say it's like 70 or 100 181 so it's higher up, but you're running at Ember, which is not good. We've talked about that. Ember's not good. Astonish is not great either. Flame burst, energy of ball, heat wave. <sighs> yeah, no. it just needs it just needs a move expansion, to be honest. Yep. Uh, or or Ember needs a rework because I think it does. Um. So overall, I think that this cup is very versatile. You need to be careful about what you pick and covering your core pick two things and then kind of build around it uh those win percents that we were looking at on the Silphrena, those are probably going to be your most common things that you see but that doesn't mean everybody's going to run that because of how diverse this is i think if people are playing it for their rank cup or trying to win they're going to run those things but there are some room for some spicy picks as well yeah yeah, I'm going to play around with Team Builder here. This cup can be as expensive as you want it to be. Uh, double Legacy Dugong is required if you're going to run Dugong. Uh, what else? Marowak kind of needs Shadow Bone, but it's it's something you're going to have to get used to as a player to just to discern if it's a Shadow Bone or a Shadow Ball coming at your face. Is uh, Shadowbone eligible for an Elite TM yet? Not that I'm aware of. I'm going to double check here. As of this recording. Because um, the, the event has just ended. So Yeah. Sableye. The toss-up conversation is Sableye usable without return. It can have Power Gem, which can counter certain things like Crustal or Marowak or uh, Galvantula and other Flyers. But return is its one of its biggest damage nuking moves that it has. 
I want to say it's a almost 12 to 13 percent difference in win rate if it has return versus power gem oh. so to each their own on sableye i looked at my sableye i do not have a return one so i'm going to be running my rank 34 amok that i was able to get during this halloween event which will play that role for me and also not be weak to the other ghosts because ghosts are a pretty common pick in this cup. Gengar with Shadow Ball or Shadow uh, Claw and Shadow Punch makes an exceptional lead that applies heavy pressure really quickly, unless it happens to be put up against something like Wormerdam Trash in the beginning, or something that resists ghosts like a Dark type. Shadow Bone is now available to Elite TM. Okay. So you heard it here. Maybe not first. Um, I'm gonna post this in the Discord. Okay. Uh, right now. But so talking about teams, here's what I came up with today. Is it 100% that I'm going to go with this team? Not sure yet. I have Alolan Muck, Swampert, Alolan Marowak, Galvantula, Ferrothorn, and Mantine. A uh, lot of conversation between my friends and I about why I chose this team and why I did. Uh, looking right off it here, I'm going to send you a screenshot or actually I can just send you the link and you can look at it. Yes. Do, 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 do. Copy the link, post it to PM with Steven. And then if you want to scroll down to the meta matchups, that's kind of where I'm looking at right now. Okay. Uh, boop. I Let's think Marowak see. speaks for itself. <laughs> Awak, Swampert, Marowak, Awak, Gal or Amuk, Swampert, Awak, Galvantula, Ferrothorn, Mantine. Uh, your lowest rating is a C in bulk. Your meta scorecard. Like this stuff is a lot of lightweights. Yeah. You have right a... there is why Awak is thirty five percent. Yeah, look at these wins. Uh, Fortress it loses by a little bit Sableye it loses by a little bit Dugong it loses by a little bit because I think that water resist oh um, well, it's just the ice debuff icy wind debuff yeah Lantern just out bulks it I'm sure yep Empoleon somehow beats it barely yep I can click the on spam that. with waterfall and hydro cannon oh, barely Empoleon has uh, 11 HP left yeah um actually I'm curious is the fortress is that a debuff then? Uh no, no debuff. It's the earthquake damage. Again, these are all in one shield scenarios. Oh wait, hold on. Am I looking at the right Pokemon there? No, I'm looking at Awa uh Amok. Oh, I'm looking at Amok, that's why. Um Awok beats Yep, hard beats Fortress. Um, I was looking at the wrong Pokemon. Empoleon still beats Awok. What's that? A Empoleon still beats Awok. Oh yeah, even with Fire Spin. Interesting. No, it's a tie. <laughs> it's a it's an exact tie. If there are no glitches and you you shield the first move on both, the Shadow Bone comes out, doesn't get the debuff. And so if you did get the debuff, it would be a, probably a win. Yeah, it's a simultaneous KO. 
Can I adjust that? Maybe not. Um, yeah, they click sandbox mode. Oh, uh, I see. Um, huh, that is impressive. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, so I think that pretty much solidifies that everyone's going to have an A walk. Yeah. With that performance rating. Yeah. So I kind of built my team around that with that in mind. Mm. Yeah, because Mantine should beat it. Swampert beats it. Uh, Amok, I think, beats it. Amok, the... Amok, mm, yep. It beats it with Dark Pulse. So, yeah. Huh. Yeah, you've got some good counters to Awok. And Awok is going to be... Uh, it's Honestly, it's been around long enough that I would be surprised to see people not running it in this meta. Yeah. So. If you want to scroll down a little bit more, it'll show what my team is particularly weak against. Threats. Gengar, which I don't think you'll see a whole lot of. Gengar is just an overwhelming big threat anyway with how fast they can throw Shadow Punches. Yeah. Uh, Lantern, Amistar, Politoed. Carcasa, you might see. That are kind of spicy. Yeah. Carcasa, you might see. Yeah, this is a lot of spice. Uh, you've got some reasonable responses to Galvangela. Um, <sighs> Shiftry, the two Gastrodons. That's an interesting. Those are interesting picks. Those are not the top of the, the Mud Boy list, so that's a interesting. Huh. I would, yep, I'd give it a solid, solid thumbs up on that one. So, and then, so looking at the potential alternatives, those are things I was looking at over today. Victory Bell is really good if you have a shadow. Uh huh. Like, it's enough that people go in, go battle league if they see it good. Yeah, I imagine so. But regular Victory Bell doesn't really make it. Um, for those who haven't had the chance to read JRSE Seawolf's article, did I say it right this time? JRE Seawolf's. Okay. Uh, he kind of clumps all the razor leafers in a group. Uh, his personal pick is actually Vileplume. And it's a very interesting article. If you want to read it, it's up on the Self Arena website under the resources. He kind of breaks down all of the different grass types and what roles they play. Grass is going to be a very detrimental pick in this cup if you have one at least because of all of the water types that are relevant. So when you go to pick a Pokemon on your team, carefully place your grass for an answer to something that one of your main picks needs covered. Mm. Because if I take, let's say I go Amok, what is Amok afraid of? Amok is going to be particularly scared of grounds, which are Mud Boys. So then if Mud Boys are coming in, I'm going to want something that quickly destroys Mud Boys before they can use anything that would threaten me. Because if I'm swapping, they already have an energy advantage. Mm. So Razor Leafers are the optimal counter, which there are a few good ones, but you also have to take things into consideration that might be off grass types. Mm -hmm. There are certain Pokemon that have grass type moves that aren't grass, Galvantula being one of them. I've heard some people in our Discord saying they might run Energy Ball instead of Discharge because that might catch people off guard. I'm actually looking at putting a Razor Leafer on this team. I'm looking at Empoleon, Awok, and Galvantula so far. I most certainly need a Grass-type to counter Lantern, Swampert, Gastrodon, Marshtomp, Golurk, 
those all need responses. Not a bad choice because it also checks uh, thing. It wrecks uh, trash Wormadam, mm. which is definitely going to be a thing if psychics are around or poisons are around. Mm-hmm. I was actually thinking um, of uh, running trash Wormadam, spending the the dust on that one, powering it up. Is uh, bullet seed or snarl a more preferred shiftry? Snarl is still more preferred just because it also beats against things for neutral. Okay. More so than bullet seed because there are quite a few bugs around. Mm-hmm. I mean, ideally, shiftry doesn't want to be anywhere near bugs, but that four times weakness. Yeah. But, and the off chance that you are, snarl is going to get you more energy and net you better damage neutrally. Mm-hmm. So, one thing that's really fun to do uh, go up to your team build thing real quick, the top. You have Shiftry added there with Snarl. Mm-hmm. Click Add Pokemon and add Shiftry with Bullet Seed, and you can compare the two under the scorecard. Ah. And see where their wins and their losses are. Let's see. So, Shiftry with Bullet Seed. Loses to Ferrothorn. Snarl's going to be netting you more close wins, it appears. Yeah. Yeah, nothing changes. Yeah, Snarl is probably the more preferred, especially with this this combo. Yeah. Um, but that's one little fun thing I figured out is you can put two Pokemon with different moves and kind of compare them. That is that is a nice little feature. Um, let's see. I removed that one. Rate team. I need... Something chunky. Swamper. I'm not against running double water. Honestly, I hate the fact that water is as common as as it is here. I mean, um, your thickest water is going to be Azu. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it is nowhere near on this. No, Azu's not as good as it needs to be in this cup. Let's add Swampert, and then that remains one swing pick. My bulk is at a rake rank of d which is not good um but again that's the majority of this cup nothing's really bulky yeah other than maybe like uh trash or Hmm. i do have a solid vespaquin that would be an interesting one especially if it gets the poison uh the poison move update is afraid of both of the bugs in crustal and galvantula it's afraid of marowak and it's afraid of the ice users Hmm. Hmm. That's See what I mean by all these things you have to take in consideration? Yeah. I mean, realistically, that's all of the uh all of the the metas that we've ever looked at. Um that's, right. that's running that's fair, yeah. two bug, two water. Hmm. Interesting. Bulk of D, safety of C a team rank of 581 which isn't awful but not fantastic either interesting <sighs> so you want to hear a spice pick that i looked at today maybe crawdon hmm snarl night slash and crab hammer huh uh, maybe we know it's glass we know it's super glass so i don't really know if i would really give it a thumbs up as far as using it yeah um i like should drop uh or i guess you could look at 
Lantern is something that I've been kind of eyeing, but I just I don't like how it's only good water movies hydro pump. Yeah, it's gonna it take has way too to long. Be a yeah. yeah, it takes way too long to get there. Um, um, let's see, what are my potential alternatives here? Uh, Sableye, Lantern, Caracosta, which I don't have. Wormadam Trash. Um, Wormadam Trash is one I potentially it'd be I think literally the only thing I would have to power up. Power up basically. Um, I might power up a new Awok with Shadow Bone. Um, actually, let me switch out Shadow Ball for Shadow Bone. Save changes and how does that affect? Probably not a whole lot. Um, yeah, Sableye. Uh, oh, interesting. With Shadow Bone, where Madame Trash's recommendation goes way down. Um, interesting. Uh, Dugong. I'm not double legacying a <laughs> double TMing a Dugong at this point. I don't yeah. know. We're not there yet. I'm I'm not there yet. I doubt that will ever change at this point. Um, yeah. Those moves will not become available to regular TM at any point in time just because of the sheer length of time. They've already committed to a, a response for that. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Sableye might be an interesting one. Lantern might be an interesting one. Uh maybe there are some statues of limitation in this cup for sure with certain moves and certain mons yeah but i think there's enough variety that even a casual joe can do pretty well it just comes down to understanding your comp and understanding what role the pokemon you choose does that doesn't even change any of the rankings uh in fact it doesn't even change my threat score switching out empoleon for crustal then again, I'm running three, three bugs, three bugs. So, yeah, it's a whole figuring out what makes the most sense here. So, yeah, I mean, logistically, it's going to come down to you need to pick three, and then put some things on for bench pressure. Yeah, basically. All right. Uh, let's see. You want to hop into the community question? Yeah. All right, so the meta analysis is ending at uh, 1.34, 1.35. Uh, I'm taking time codes. Community question will be our last segment here, our previous community question, which unfortunately uh, was discussed previously on the discord we did not get around to posting it on uh twitter shame on us uh we need to get better at that um last episode's community question was is there a power creep in pokemon go pvp are things like larian stunfist going to continue to come out and push out slightly slower charging slightly weaker pokemon out of the general meta what is your feeling on move updates that could make unused pokemon slash moves irrelevant but boost already well-performing one, uh, i.e. Steelwing buff, but changes how Skarmory is played. Um, in the Discord, um, Jesse, you actually respond with point system like cliffhanger or pick and ban phases. Uh, at this point, I'm not sure there's much else they can do. They can't just take out one thing but leave another. Certain things just don't perform because it's uh, not in the stats. Move changes have helped make some things a little more relevant, but they still fall short because of stats. 
Um, so some Pokemon's stats are just so bad that they just, even with a move change, they won't become relevant. Um, what John's doing says, I like the idea of move bands. Um, that is an interesting concept as far as any Pokemon with a particular move. Um, I wonder if we'll ever go back to like uh, year one PvP where only Pokemon that have moves that don't do buff or debuff are eligible. So there is no chance for a buff or debuff. Um, that would, might be an interesting meta. Um, Things Cats Can't Eat responds with, while I agree that power creep can be a thing in some games, I don't feel like it applies. I don't feel like that applies to Pokemon Go PvP specifically. If you don't have Pokemon with better moves come out and or move shakeups, then you will have a very stale and stagnant game. I think things can be done beyond this, but Niantic isn't capable of it, so not going to worry about it too much. Uh, Winston the Champ also responds, I agree that things get to a point where they're too dominant, but uh, that part of the competition... Uh, let's see. But then part of the competition is trying to beat those things and getting creative. I really hate having to strictly lay out things in my team of six just to beat one main meta Pokemon. But short of being stricter with the format and uh, ban up front, I'm not sure what can be done. Niantic can and should keep developing move pool changes and making other playstyles more relevant. Um, what are your thoughts on what was said? Um... I don't know. I'm I guess my the the reason I brought it up was that I'm nervous that newer Pokémon are coming out and sort of pushing out older Pokémon um in particular roles and stuff um which I guess Yeah, like, Steelix isn't a thing anymore. <laughs> yeah, so like Steelix isn't really a thing much. Um I think a lot of Steels um have sort of stepped into those roles. Um, or as or have have overall performed better as you know a steel type um, pick. I think when we get down to like one to one changes of like um, the comparison between Metacham and like uh, Mianfu, Mindfu, or Mind Mindshao. Which one's the evolution? Mindshao. That sounds right. Uh, that's when we get into an interesting conversation as far as like which one performs better. Do we see better moves on Mind Shao than we see on uh, Infu or on uh, Metacham because they're both fighting psychics? How does Skarmory as a Steel Flyer stack up against the uh, Corviknight line as they're both flying steel? What do those moves look like? The Mud Boys are an interesting sort of example currently, um, as they're all the same types. They have some varied moves, but nothing really stands out besides the fact that Swampert has just objectively better moves with uh, Hydro Cannon. Mm-hmm. So I would be interested if any of the other Mud Boys got a new move, a Poison Debuff move, or something. If Ground type moves got some sort of update. And the other Mud Boys got a better ground type move. So Swampert's really good at playing a water role within the Mud Boys, but the other Mud Boys play a better ground role, maybe. I don't know. Um, yeah. It really kind of. I don't know. It makes me nervous because I've seen 
power creep in a lot of other games, and it. I wonder if we won't see it here with the, excuse me, the buff debuff being a more common, not requirement, but being a lot more common per Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, and then on top of that, if we see Pokemon that are just incredibly well-built for, or that were well-built for the main series games with the lack of speed and accuracy and any of the status effects or anything, if we see some Pokemon that are just well-built stat-wise just come in and be incredibly dominant, like something like uh, Galarian Stunfisk, um, well, I, I'm ner- I'm, it makes me nervous, basically. Yeah. That's why I asked it, so. What's your, do you have any other further? No, I think I pretty much voiced what I thought. It's just, I'm kind of also upset because we see things like Galarian Weezing is the biggest joke in the game right now, but it is such a good typing. I really want to see it get something other than tackle. Yeah. We just recently got Galarian Rapidash and Ponyta, Galarian Farfetch'd and Surfetch'd. Uh, Galarian Yemask and Galarian Runagigas, or just Runagigas, I guess. And all of them are just kind of bleh. Yeah, they're not super standouts per se. I mean, I think that's kind of, they do that on purpose for like what you're saying with you don't want these things, new things that just move in and push out the old ones. But to make them not even relevant kind of sucks. Yeah, and I wonder if we're not seeing... Now that we've seen a, we're seeing a move update for. Uh, let me see if I still have it up here. I don't believe I do. Um, the move update was season five. Um, I wonder if we don't see those more gradual adjustments of giving certain Pokemon certain moves, tweaking only one or two moves every once in a while to not entirely change the way that the game is played or change the way uh-huh. that like picks are made. And more see gradual changes so that like the Galarian Pokemon, while, you know, Surfetched is a, it's a straight fighter, it has Leaf Blade, that helps it. But if we don't see a particular move added to its pool later on to make it, you know, slightly better, um, or if we see, you know, other adjustments to, like we see Chandelure. Chandelure could have been a really interesting addition to the meta but its moves have been lackluster, but we'll have to wait to see what incinerate and the addition of flame charge does to it. So, yeah, you know, it, uh, I guess, I guess at this point we have to play the long game, the waiting game. Patience has become more of a factor here and, and maybe they're just doing more adjustments as, uh, as we go along rather than big sweeping changes. So, yeah, I don't know. Shrugs. Anything else? Are we missing anything? We we hit, I think, all of the core stuff. Uh, National Sandwich Day, everybody. Um, Go eat a sandwich. Uh, If that wraps up our episode here, let me hit you with some links and knowledge stuff. Um, You guys can follow us on Twitter at battle underscore science. You can hit us up on the Discord. The Discord is available to everyone. Uh, if you want to send us an email, which no one has, please send us emails. Uh, if you have questions, you can send us an email. Um, email us at battlescience.podcast at gmail.com. 
um, I believe. The Let's see, what else am I missing here? You can back us on Patreon if you want to get Battle Signs After Dark, if you want to get podcasts early, if you want to get some additional bonuses, um, future stuff, uh, support us so that we can continue to make this thing. Uh, you can back us at patreon.com slash battle science. Uh, find us on YouTube. Still don't have the link up for or a, a we don't have enough like views slash subscribers or whatever to, for us to have our own specific YouTube link. But we're on YouTube uh, at battle science. So you can search us up there. Um, I think that's all of the links. We are working on some behind the scenes stuff for our extra life fundraising event PVP extravaganza thing for November slash December. Uh, stay tuned for that. We should have more information hopefully before next episode because the time is certainly passing and we need to uh, we try to hit this before 21, 2021 starts. So um, keep an ear out for some cool stuff about raising money for Seattle Children's Hospital. If that wraps it up, Jesse, thank you for, for joining me, as always. Um, wonderful show. I don't know. I've had enough cider that... I've had enough <laughs> cider and I'm starting to hit a, a tiredness. Uh, I have to go write some more for um, this National Write a Novel Month, which isn't the right order, but whatever. Uh, and it's election night, so uh, I imagine tonight will be... Uh, let's see. It's 8 o'clock. Uh, by 10 o'clock, we will have a roller coaster of emotions, I am sure. So, everybody, thank you for listening. Uh, hit us up on social if you have questions, comments, concerns, etc. Uh, and we will catch you out there on the battlefield. <laughs>